winging it in three, two. Welcome back to the land of 10,000 lakes. People are going to be happy that we're getting them this episode. Let's face it, do men ever mature past 12? No. Did you set me up here? Yes. Okay. That was actually really good. I have less ex-girlfriends on the gullet chain. We end up at Mike Tyson's house. No lie. Jacob just got up out of his chair and grabbed a to-go box filled, I mean filled, with chocolate cake. You just came out of nowhere with the box of chocolate cake. Is this where Isaiah finally talks? Hello, everybody. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and you just tuned in to the Listen Local podcast. We have a great show for you today. Hope you had a great week at Lakes Jam. Man, that was a good one. But we have a special show for you today with some awesome guests and arguably one of the best golf course views in the entire Brainerd Lakes area. Well, I think they've actually won awards for the best 19th hole in the state. So, ooh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. So we are set up on the patio. Yeah. I mean, we are set up on the patio at the preserve by Grandview Lodge, and we have uh, a few things going on today. So business after hours is set up. Uh, we have the kind of the culmination and ribbon cutting of the new smokehouse by Mr. Justin Sutherland. Northern Soul. Northern Soul Smokehouse. It and smells phenomenal. It smells phenomenal. I, uh, I'm hungry. I'm not going to lie. I'm uh, kind of hungry now that I walk through that deliciousness. It's, yeah. I mean, this place is beautiful, too. I haven't been out here in years, probably since high school. Um, and, uh, yeah, this course is something. Like how you sit up and look over everything. I mean, genuinely, genuinely a hidden gem. It really is. Yeah. I'm a little biased, but hands down my favorite course. Why? I, this view, honest to God, this view is, is part of it. Uh, the elevated greens, elevated tee boxes, always just a fun shot. Um, yeah, just, just a, a challenging course, but nothing that's so hard that you don't want to go back. Right. So it's fun. Yep. Greens are tough. We paid out, Isaiah <laughs> and I played out here uh, last week with our good friend, Dr. Andy. And, uh, thanks for the invite. We did invite well, you. Well. You were busy. <laughs> oh, shit. um, yeah, it was tough. We suck at yeah, golf, yeah. but it was fun. Yep. It's fun. Definitely. And we are also sponsored by the wonderful Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. Uh, and a huge shout out to our friends over at Outlet Recreation of Cross Lake. Uh, having that mobile studio was absolutely clutch. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It's a, it's going to be good to have a, at these events, you know, of course out on the ice as well, but at these events, and I think you'll be seeing it more and more once, you know, we get that marketing on it and that wrap. But, um, yeah, that is a really, really nice mobile studio. And we put the toy hauler down. That was oh, pretty yeah. sick. That was. Yeah, if nothing else, at least a giant draft and get a cool breeze going <laughs> yeah. through there is, is nice. Yeah, hot. It was very hot. But the beauty of the 19th hole here is uh, we get to watch, uh, you know, some golfers tee off and uh, get to silently judge them. We won't. We won't catcall them or anything we like actually, that. We actually, and we should just probably, missed them. We should probably check our volume when we're talking should here. We talk like it's a PG issue. Talk. Uh, I think he uh, he's got a he's got a pretty easy shot here. He just I think he does. So up the left side, Colton, tell us a little, a little <laughs> bit about how you you would play this first hole. Uh, I would keep it out to the left. 
because the green just kind of tucked all the way back in the right side. So if you hit a decent tee shot down the left side, you do have a, a good look at the green. But, um, yeah, from that right side, it's a little tight. The trees come into play before the green, so. Most Hi, Denise. definitely. Most definitely. Oh, hey. Denise is here. We got the whole Grandview crew is going to be uh, on standby. One by one, they're all going to come on for a quick interview. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to have some awesome guests for you today. See, this guy and gets it. Does he yeah, get it? I think he's right down the left Maybe side. I was talking louder than I thought I, I was. I can't tell with the headphones on, but. No, you know it what? makes me happy. Like, I was telling you this a little bit ago, Isaiah. Seeing some of these golfers that are just enjoying their time, but really not the best at golf, make me feel so much better. Isn't that what golf is? Yeah, but it's I just feel like, like at places like this, you have to be good. But no, you don't have to take it so serious. And I remember Isaiah just said he played out here. So Yep, yep. That's, uh, mm -hmm. I like to play the course. So there's that hill on the right side of the, the tee box, and I often find myself just running along that hill, and then if I'm lucky, I'll get a bounce off the, off the car path. Hold on. All right, right over the water. See, he's in left-hand side, right onto the 18th uh, fairway. That's, that's 10. 10 or 10th fairway. fairway. Yeah, he'll have a look from so there. So he's in the fairway. Breakfast ball is already on the tee, oh, ladies man. and gentlemen. Breakfast ball is already on the tee. Wow. <laughs> he didn't waste any time. Oh, my God. I can't wait till we call a PGA Tour event. Like, we're going to be play-by-play. Oh, that's and the, he's oh, totally okay. redeemed himself. Yes, well done. Wonderful. Sir. Well done. Nice little cut. That was well a done. great cut. Right down the left-hand side. Hey, the guy's listening. He is. Yes. Speaking of golf, um, love that. I love that. We, we sort of mentioned it the other day on the one of the Lakes Jam updates, but the Pequot Lakes Girls team, yeah, one state. That's really really cool. Yeah. I'd How do you do? You think that there is anyone on that uh, girls team that you could beat? Well, no, because we talked about it the other day. The one girl shot uh, seventy three at state or whatever it was. Yeah. I very rarely get under a ninety three. Oh. So. Um, okay. Yeah. No. There's absolutely no way I could even. <laughs> come close to beating any of those girls on that team so yeah how about you that 93 is that like is that your average score or is I'd that say it's your about, best I, no i'd say that's about an average okay. so you've hit like an 85 i hit an 86 the other day 86 okay, yeah. okay. but i also hit 103 that one day as well oh, so okay so you're not I've hit bad. 103 before yeah. yeah also hit 110 before <laughs> Now you're getting into a bowling score. Yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> uh, rack them up, rack them up. All right, but no, I'm excited. We have a lot of guests coming on the show today. Um, oh, are we gonna? I just feel like they can hear every ah, word we're saying. It's okay. <laughs> we're about, they get mad at that. They the, those trying to picture where we're sitting. We are about what thirty feet behind the tee box. Mm -hmm. um, yep. uh, the number one tee box. It's gonna be really so, tough if we're gonna be interviewing people. We have to go like this. Yeah. So you know what? That's I'm just going to be myself. And you should. I don't care. You know what? Be yourself, around, Jacob. Give me the middle finger a little bit, and I'll be like, you know what? Okay. I'll play golf better. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, I, do um, think, I do think the one guy that Isaiah started talking, I'm fairly certain he heard oh, yeah. Isaiah ridicule his, his swing. So, oh. um, well, yeah. we, here we are. <laughs> it's sort of like the Sorry, buzzer and the barber or the construction at Lakes Tavern. <laughs> you know, we yeah. just have always have background noise. Just yeah. need to apologize to Grandview in advance for any complaints that they get from any golfers. Today. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Um. <laughs> what I'm not sorry about is that the, for the reason we are out here today, we are going to interview Justin Sutherland, and we are going to interview some of the other important key people at Grandview Lodge. Um, it sounds like Dennis, the GM over there might come on, but we'll see. You know what? We'll just see. We're, we're having a grand old episode. A grand old episode. Grand old episode. Yeah, with a grand view right mm -hmm. here. I see what you did there. Thank yeah. you. Look at you. I know. Look at you. 
Look at these guys. Everybody's just having a great time. I mean, it, here. you know, I remember my first McCoy. When we were at, when we were at Lake Sham, it was <laughs> it was pretty hot and uh, blustery. And now uh, sitting in the shade, looking at the golf course, it's pretty nice. Yeah. So when it comes to golfing, Colton, golf. Uh, I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, but what is your beverage to hole ratio? And does your golf game that day, does that make a difference? What time of day am I playing? Oh, this is right now. This is afternoon, two o'clock on a Friday, let's say. You got the weekend ahead of you, had a great week at work, and some good people. Am I driving home? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'd say two, two cocktails on the front. Um, you know, like a vodka soda, something yep. easy, something light, refreshing. Light. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, two vodka sodas, one bottle of water. Smart. Then you turn, mm-hmm. and you get two more vodka sodas and one more bottle of water. Okay. And chances are, when you see that Bev girl, mm. you're going to need one more. It's going to happen again. Yeah. Hey, Frank. It's going to happen again. Yeah, so we are at the wonderful preserve, uh, watching uh, some gentlemen tee off here on the first hole. And uh, like a J- like Jacob said, we're going to have some awesome guests, and uh, we've got our first one. Uh, so Frank is joining us here. He is director of marketing at Grandview Lodge, uh, amongst other things. And today we are uh, kind of uh, really hitting the uh, Northern Soul uh, restaurant, kind of the kickoff ribbon cutting today, and uh, a lot of a lot of stuff going on in your world, I'm sure. But thanks for taking a second to join us, Frank. Yeah, you can no you problem. can correct him on your title, please. Thank you. I read his name tag. So yeah, oh. it's uh, <laughs> it is director of marketing, but I work for Code Family Company. Okay. So the family board that actually oversees the property, and we've got a ranch down in Tucson, and then of course the boys and the girls camp on Lake Hubert. Oh, awesome! So, and then our real estate holdings as well. But uh, Tank of Verde's nomenclature actually we hosted a Top Chef final season finale last year, uh, which was pretty awesome. Which is yeah. kind of a prelude to, to Justin being here, but. Uh, and then last night on uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay's Food Stars, uh, they filmed an episode down at Tinker Verde Ranch. So that was live. Really? It's actually, you can stream it on Hulu starting today. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, that'll be sweet. I'll have to go, uh, go tune into that. So tell us a little bit about, so you guys have a pretty awesome kitchen set up there, and what makes you know that resort kind of a sought-out spot to go for those shows? So what's unique about Tinker Verde is, so it's, a, it's an actual guest ranch. Okay. Right, so uh, it's the oldest business in Tucson. So outside of Tinka Verde, there was only a fort. Um, and so it, Tucson kind of started because of Tinka Verde Ranch right there. So it stands for a green pool. It was a large collection of water that comes down Tinka Verde Falls and then built a guest ranch around that kind of experience. And so back in that day, they would only run the guest ranch for a certain, certain portion of the time. And then, mm-hmm. and then it would be just a working ranch after that. And the Coat families bought it back in the 1930s. Uh, largely because Grandview closed down in the winter, and they would lose their staff. And so this was a way to take their staff from uh, northern Minnesota down to Arizona during during the winter, which none of them argued about, by the way. I bet not. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and they'd work down there for six months, and then they'd come back up here, and that would go back to a working ranch after that. So, uh, yeah, it, it worked out really well, and, and you know, now we're year-round, of course. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's more than just horseback riding. There's a lot of activities that you can do down there besides hiking and mountain biking but it's really uh it's more of an adventure style it's really laid back you know and all your foods included you go all inclusive but uh if you want to be an adventurer it, they're all right That's there the spot yeah it sits on about six hundred thousand acres of the uh east sonoran desert so it's wow. like every 50 feet you see a uh, saguaro cactus 
So it's it's an absolutely amazing right at the base of the mountains. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just an absolute gorgeous property. And then recently, back in 2019, when Grandview added uh, our North Park facility and our North Hotel, mm-hmm. we actually big, built a big wedding barn down there. Uh, it's massive size. Uh, just the kitchen alone is the size of the preserve clubhouse. I mean, wow. it's just amazing. So we do a lot of weddings, big events, and of course, that's where they really wanted to host the the Top Chef finale there. And so wow. that was a really unique experience and a lot of fun. Now, I've been familiar with the ranch since way back as a kid working at Grandview. Um, never been. I know Jacob got a firsthand experience. I had I had no idea that it was that big. It is as, you know, total, if you could take everything of Grandview here, take the preserve, take uh, any, other, any other additional properties, is Grandview still larger than Tanca Verde? Or? In property size, yes. So Tanca Verde is... Uh, fortunate enough to lie along the national forest. Mm. So the Suaro National Forest. So so we just take claim to all of that because we have all different access, access points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So uh, Grandview is a larger larger property. Grandview on a big day is going to be somewhere between 1,300 and 1,500 people, um, whereas down at the ranch it's going to be 200. So gotcha. uh, it's only 69 rooms of different sizes down there versus Grandview where we have – you know, 357, I think it is, you yep. know, ranging from eight bedrooms or 16 bedrooms down to, down to, you know, hotel rooms. So, so remember when we were um, at the airport in Tucson and I hopped on the podcast and you were asking me all about the history of Tanca Verde and you mm-hmm. knew none of it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks Frank. <laughs> <laughs> As we were sitting at El Charo's, which was the, the place that uh, actually invented the chimichanga. So mm-hmm. that's oh. right. Yeah. That is a yeah. little yeah. And then we well. went out for snoring dogs, which, you know, the bacon-wrapped hot dogs with pinto beans. Oh, and my. A, It's a sriracha aioli and a pico de gallo and absolute fantastic hot dog. If you go to Tucson, it's the only place you get them. Stop at uh, El Guerrero Canelo and get a snoring dog. Well, I, I think feast. I'm going to Tucson. <laughs> yeah, because you, of the hot dog. Can we go right now? Yeah, I was I talk, just talk about how hungry I was. I think I'm going to Tucson. <laughs> Yeah, we also went to this, and this is the one I remember about the trip. I think it was our first trip down there was um, the Mexican restaurant at oh, the U. Oh, Boca. Boca, yeah. Mm-hmm. Boca Tacos and Tequila. So Maria Lopez, who owns that, was actually, she was on the season right after uh, Justin Sutherland was. And she made the the final cut. She was down in the final five but didn't make the final three. Um, but she was featured last year when it was filmed in down in Tucson. She was one of the judges that came up and enjoyed the final dinner. So uh, amazing tacos. I first ran into her many years when I first started at Grandview back in 2010, I believe that was, uh, 2011. And they had a different location next to the college. And I showed up and it was probably 1030 in the morning. She didn't open till 11. And she let me in, but she said, just sit on the patio and I'll bring you out three tacos. So they were just amazing. I got through the first one. She's like, oh, my gosh. She goes, don't eat. She goes, there's a salsa for every taco. Oh. I'm like, serious, yeah. So, oh, um, good. so, of course, I drank it like a shot because I already took it. <laughs> but but uh, so amazing person, amazing food. Uh, it really an elevation on what a taco is. Um, they do a guacamole tasting platter, too. It's so like three different types of guacs that are mm-hmm. a lot different than you would think. And uh uh, it's a great experience. Uh, awesome. The Tucson scene downtown, very cultural. Uh, it's very youthful. Um, a lot of music, a lot of fantastic food. Cities uh, embrace gastronomy, or gastronomy and, and a lot of the restaurants are certified. Actually, Tanca Verde has actually applied for certification as well. So, And that just means that you're using a lot of the local 
uh, produce and meats, and you're also looking into the heritage grains and corns and stuff inside your food. So, yeah. Wow. So seeing what um, they have done with the resort in Tucson and just Tanka Verde in general with the, the food options and the chefs and everything, what do you think Justin can bring to this area and to Grandview? So, uh, you know, really, you know, our chef, our executive chef, Bill Coyle, is fantastic. I mean, first and foremost, but he also runs eight restaurants and all of the catering. So in any day, we're two weddings and a couple groups, and, and all of a sudden you're trying to feed 2,000 people, and it becomes very overwhelming, especially with the staffing shortages that we've seen as we're starting to come out of COVID a lot better, but we're not completely there yet. Um, so this is an opportunity to, one, add another chef mm-hmm. to the team, uh, two, to be able to bring in something different that we're not producing right now. So um, the smokehouse flavors, ribs, really southern-style cooking, shrimp and grits, uh, collard greens, uh, you know, hot macaroni and cheese, a Nashville hot chicken. Mm-hmm. You know how hard oh, yeah. it is to get yes. one of those around here? Got one. Yeah. It's got a smash burger with pimento cheese that's uh, dying to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, one thing that everybody, there's been a little bit of miss on when our opening date is, is it's actually the 28th. It's next Wednesday is the actual opening date. So, sure, we're doing a, a, a chamber event here mm-hmm. today. Um, but, uh, uh, realistically, uh, Wednesday you're going to be able to get that full menu. You'll be able to get reservations. Uh, all that information will be posted by tomorrow on our on Grandview's website. Great. Um, so yeah, it's uh, anytime after five is kind of when those entrees will kind of come into play. Uh, we've got a very small kitchen. We don't know what demand's going to be. We yep. probably have food trucks dropping off, you know, uh, stuff every two days. You know, who knows? But uh, it takes twelve hours to get the process. You know, and get the smoking done and all these right. fantastic yeah. meats. But so, well, tell us a little bit about how you guys got connected with Justin. Was that through the ranch or kind of kind of the background there on how uh, we are here today? So, obviously, I have a passion in food. If you've mm-hmm. heard from my hot dog uh, comments, <laughs> um, I watch Top Chef all the time. And so, uh, Divine is a wine and culinary event we hold in the winter every year, uh, and every year we've had. Uh, somebody be our guest speaker. So Simon Bajumdar is a constant on the Food Network as a judge and a food critic. We've had uh, uh, Lenny Russo, who's uh, semi-retired now, but owned five restaurants down there. Uh, We've always tried to pick it up. And when Justin was on Top Chef, of course, I was watching. And I'm like, I got to reach out to this guy, right? So uh, he came up no problem because he's got friends and family that live close by. And so he came up and he was our keynote speaker that year. And uh, we were just sitting around talking, just kind of throwing some things around, and and uh, he mentioned that he had interest in it. So uh, it's not one of those things that happen overnight. You know, is three years ago. I'd imagine. Um, but when our uh, new general manager took over last year, it was a conversation I had with him. Just so you know, here's some things that I was, you know, some conversations that had in the past. And Dennis uh, Miller, who's our GM, uh, he's worked with a lot of chefs down in the cities. I mean, he's. He's worked for a lot of properties down there. And so uh, he, he's got the knowledge to kind of work out the contracts and the things a little bit better, a lot better than a marketing guy because I'll just sell everything, right, mm-hmm. or, or at least promise everything. But uh, uh, Dennis came in and said, you know, this is the way we're going to have to do it. And, and the relationship really came about because of Dennis's work and uh, Chef Bill's. So Awesome. Well, yeah. Frank. Speaking of him. Yeah, yeah. Dennis just walked out, so. You know what? We're going to kick you off now. Hey, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> no, thanks for, hey, thanks yeah. for coming on. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep.
All right, so thank you so much to Frank for coming on. Uh, really some some cool insight. Talk a little bit about Tanka Verde. And uh, I know, uh, Jacob, you're just dying to get back there, especially in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, so for all of our listeners that are, you just made think that I hate Tanka Verde. I did not say that. You, I love Tanka Verde. I think everybody I, knows you I, don't want to go to the I desert. I don't like rattlesnakes. <laughs> I don't like um, things that... It, until you get into Tanka Verde. I don't like all that. But once you're there, it's like a nice sanctuary. It's so yes. peaceful in there. The food is phenomenal. The little saloon, amazing. Played a lot of pool there when we weren't working. Yeah. So, Sweet. <laughs> but thank well, you I for can't making wait to me go. sound like an asshole. No, Isaiah. no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go there in the middle own. of the summer yeah. either. But uh, oh, no. excited to hopefully do a trip this off season. But anyways, uh, our guest, Dennis, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Thank you for uh, taking a second to, to join us. Yeah, absolutely. Good. So. Busy day on Taspin. Yeah. And uh, for those that don't know, Dennis, uh, what's your last name, Dennis? Dennis Wilson. Wilson, and you are the general manager at Granby Lodge. That is correct. At least that's what they tell me every day. Yeah. <laughs> You're still that, right? Okay. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Good. Well, we're we'll looking, see after the show. We're looking around in the audience for approval. <laughs> Just looking for affirmation. <laughs> uh, so, so, Dennis, when you were... Oh, go ahead, Colton. Oh, you're good. I was just going to say, when you were looking around at a, you know, finding your next career, what it was going to be, what was it about Grandview and, and really the team there that sold you um, to come up here? It wasn't a very hard sell, except when they brought me out here and looking at this view over here and the lake and just the whole expansiveness of the property and the outlets. And I mean, the team I met when I came up here was phenomenal. So it wasn't really a tough sell. They just had to get me here. The real tough part was selling my wife to move up. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are from the twin cities. Yeah. St. Okay. Paul. Okay. So there's your, there's your Justin Sutherland connection right there, right? hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. So Frank was sort of getting into how, you know, with your past um, work experience as well, you've worked with a lot of chefs and, and restaurants. What was it about Justin that really was the main selling point? Well, I had tried to get Justin to come work with me on a few projects in the cities as well. But at the time he was developing Hope Breakfast Bar and um, the Big E and some of those things. So he wasn't quite ready to jump on yet and then came up here and rekindled that. And Frank obviously had a connection with him from Divine and the team up here had a connection with uh, the Divine things that we do up here. So it was pretty simple once we got there. Um, cause knowing Justin from down there, it was He's just a great fit for up here. I mean, the personality, the, you know, his demeanor, the food that he makes. I mean, it's just, it was a perfect fit for, for Grandview. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier to Frank, uh, but just watching what the preserve was over the years and the restaurant always, like, have the potential because the course and the view and everything that's here just has so much room to grow and there's there, there's so much to be seen that the restaurant was always just kind of there and you know the hot dogs and the the brats and the cheeseburgers on the turn kind of thing but uh to see a, a an actual established even menu uh is is super exciting i mean this is the first time i'm looking at this thing and uh i don't know brisket burnt ends and bourbon smoked wings oh. uh, the hot yeah. chicken sandwich yeah. 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 yeah it's gonna be good what uh as it sticks out to you what what's what's number one on the menu oh man all of it Although I've been to Handsome Hog quite a few times, yep. so the I don't know if we're putting the oh there they are the hush puppies. <laughs> hush puppies. Yeah, for whatever reason, I mean, always get them when I go to Handsome Hog. But the smoked wings are good. I mean, everything on his menu is good. I've never had anything that was that was bad from Justin or any of his kitchens. So nice. I'm excited for everything on here. So how much golf have you done already this summer? I'm not answering that question. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's talk about this uh, this beautiful course here. So uh, I asked the other guys uh, earlier. Uh, we're looking over uh, hole one here. Um, how are you going to play this tee box? 
Oh, I just hit a little baby cut right down the middle and yeah. put it out there about the 150 stake. Yeah, just left to center. Yep. A little bit better right than there. mine. Frank can attest to this. I, I actually usually hit it right um into the water. Uh, oh. That's, a, that's mine. That's um, mine. Short and sweet. Well, Short if you play the ladies' tees, it's not as hard to hit it in the water. Oh. You could do that. Well, play up there. <laughs> Adam Haugen, our director of golf, played the red tees out here on a Tuesday game last year and shot 57 Holy from buckets. the red tees. Wow. <laughs> cards up in the. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Oh, man. So this is your first full summer up here. This is the first full one, yeah. What else are you looking for other than, you know, being out at the golf course, you know, overseeing all the Granby? What's the biggest thing um, this summer you're looking forward to? Uh, I think the, the whole play for coming up here is restaurants reimagined. So we want to look at the whole food and beverage program and – you know, we have a, a good chef on staff. We have a great food and beverage team, uh, obviously bringing Justin in and just looking at what the menu was and how great it was and how do we how do we elevate that? How do we, you know, revamp that to make food more of a focus here? I mean, because you got the lakes, you have the views, you've got the space and the vacation and the cabins and all of that with it. And how do we elevate above that, right? Like we can't make this right. view any better, no. right? Mm-hmm. But we can no. make this view better with some bourbon and some mm-hmm. cigars and some <laughs> yeah. Nashville fried Love chicken, that. right? So I do want to talk more about the offerings here, but I'm glad you brought up just the the overall motto for uh, or the approach for uh, what Grandview is going after right now. I think Denise shared with us maybe a month or two ago that uh, Italian Gardens was making its resurgence. Mm-hmm. I know uh, just char and crew and the, the menus – uh, there just continue to be improved more and more. And I, I think it's phenomenal because there is just no resort anywhere in the Midwest that, that at least I've found, or even in the country that, that rivals the amount of offerings. It's almost like the, the all inclusive when you go to, when you go to Mexico or you go to the Caribbean, uh, it really has that large scale resort feel where you don't need to leave the property. It's got everything you need. Yep. Um, it's just cool to see it grow. Nah, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I think we're up to 10 restaurants now, 9 or 10. Just nuts. And then a food trailer, too. So. Also, um, you sort of got thrown right into a massive project that's been um, talked about for years. <laughs> How is the old construction going around Grandview right now? The round? The round? Round. <laughs> round Grandview. Uh, it's kind of funny. We were just out there today. Um, you know, it's it's coming along much quicker and a lot more efficient than we thought. And we had a couple of days where... I may have gotten a few phone calls and called a few names, but, you know, I, mean, I told him to call someone else. I had nothing to do with it. I just showed up and had to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it, it, right now, it, it's, it's close. Okay. So it's going extremely well. You know, Good. the drought helped the construction. It's not really helping the golf courses or the grass, but well, maybe we'll get the roundabout open, and then it can just downpour there for we a go. week. There you go. That, yep. Let's just we need it. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. We were saying that. We've been out at Lakes Jam. We have a lot of work we're doing out there in podcasts and and filming and everything and we just we, we're seeing this rain come in and we want the rain so bad but if it could just wait till sunday and then go two full weeks that's okay with me <laughs> right. or at least or just rain in the middle of the night or, that's or the, the best, night. best case yeah. for everybody is yeah. every night if it rains from 1 to 5 a.m perfect yeah. yep i think it would i think the um security out there would appreciate that too because then everybody would be back at their tents early there you go exactly so i have a tough question for you okay um what is your favorite Grandview course? Mm. Mm. Man, that's tough because they're both really good. Um, I'm going to go lakes lakes to woods right now because it just got renovated. So yeah. I have oh, to go we just with play, the, Yeah, we just played lakes. That is looking awesome. It is amazing. Oh. The marsh is going to start in September. We're hopefully going to get the preserve started next year. So 
And same thing, bunkers. Same thing, bunkers, some tee boxes, and we're looking at a couple greens out here. Nice. Um, you know, over the past couple of years with the ground shifting, some of the greens have become a little bit difficult to pin. Yeah. Um, and if we do pin them where we want to, they become impossible to play. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, looking at restructuring some greens and softening them off. But Yeah. Uh, uh, we were saying earlier that uh, Isaiah and I played out here last week, and evident- we found out uh, first we the first five holes we thought it was us. And then on the sixth hole, we were is. like, no, something's wrong. Uh, they had rolled the greens the day before, and we could not <laughs> hold the sixth green to, to save our life. It yeah, just, the sixth green's tough. Yeah. That's one of the greens we're looking at. That one in 14, the mm-hmm. drivable par four. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just softening yep. them up a little bit. We still make them tough, but yep. not impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drivable par four. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I had hybrid into it. From the top, right? Yeah. 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 that little elevation helps yeah sure well i have a food question for you on the note of favorites i'm not gonna ask what your favorite restaurant at grandview is but what is your favorite meal Ooh, favorite meal well what time of day let's go dinner time let's go like all right dinner time has got to be either the ribeye and crew okay or the ribeye and char. Okay. I'm just going to go with the ribeye. The ribeye. The ribeye. I'm just going to go with the ribeye. <laughs> it's a safe, safe choice. Yeah. That is a, that's uh, a good you choice. Know, lunch, I don't know. I'd, eating tacos at the canteen is always oh, probably right. the best, yep. right? Just I, eating some tacos next to the water on a beach, just, you can't beat it. Yep. yep. I might no. choose that as my number one overall, no matter what time. <laughs> so, but yeah. now, now with this, I mean, I'll, now with this, it's, I'll probably come and have lunch yeah. here you yeah. know, every mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and yep. just, you know, <laughs> noon yep. and hang around until dinner. You there know, we go. Yep. find something to do for four hours until dinner. Coming, yeah, out, I don't know what that. I don't know what that would be. Either, yeah. especially not here. Tell us a little bit about uh, his other restaurants. You mentioned them earlier in the show, uh, and kind of what, what those are like uh, down yeah, in, the, in the cities. The ones I experienced the most were Noise and Cutler, which is in downtown St. Paul. Um, mm-hmm. It used to be where Public was, if anyone knows where Public was on there. So they oh, yeah. took that over, and um, Handsome Hog was in, in that same building, then they moved it up on uh, the hill. Or Selby. On uh, Selby, yeah, right there with um, Red Cow and yep. uh, W.A. Frost and some of those ones up there. But it's right by your they're they're very free good. Free house stomping grounds, right? Or no, that that's the other North one? Loop. That's, oh, the other. Okay, that's St. Paul. Yep, or yeah. other side yeah. of Minneapolis, yeah. And I, hadn't, I haven't been to Big E, which I think is his egg restaurant. Yes. Which I think is kind of a spinoff of one of the Vegas egg restaurants. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Very delicious. I can't pin it, but it was I my know. go-to <laughs> breakfast spot. It was across the street from Planet Hollywood. It wasn't uh, the Cosmo yeah. in the Cosmo? Uh, it wasn't Egg Slut? It's Egg Slut, yeah. Is it egg yeah. Slut? I think there's a yeah. few of them. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I did. I weekend. Yeah, yeah. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's super good. Um, and then uh, Hope Breakfast Bar, which is kind of a cool concept. It's... You know, a breakfast, restaurant, brunchy kind of place that's right next to United Hospital in downtown St. Paul. And um, a lot of good work with charity and things like that. Really cool restaurant. Very good food. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Which is what you'd expect from a top chef, (laughs) iron chef champion. Uh (laughs) Guy like Justin. Yeah. Uh, Anything... Obviously, this is a really big project that you have, guys have coming to the preserve. Uh, anything else on the horizon that you can speak of uh, for Grandview that people can look forward to? Man, there's there's so much we're looking at doing. Um, the problem is, is those who fund us said that I apparently don't have an endless amount of cash. Um, <laughs> That's an age-old problem. Right, so <laughs> I figured when I showed up, I just they would hand me like this bucket full of money. Yep. <laughs> it didn't happen. Um, yeah. But we've got some cool things on the horizon we want to look at. Uh, there's a lot of buildings that we have on property that are getting aged. 
Uh, so we're looking at some mm-hmm. creative things to do with those. Um, you know, we have to look at the nostalgia too. Like, do we want to tear down this building? Yes or no? Okay, if the answer is yes, what are we going to rebuild? Sure. How do we make it historic? How do we tie it into the brand of Grandview? And so there's a lot of things going on, uh, things that we want to do with the new CEO coming on board. Mm-hmm. Obviously, our partnership with Justin, me coming on board being new, and the food and beverage team being new. So there's a lot of cool new things that we want to do up here because it's just unlimited potential. Yeah. So, What's yep. your uh, What's your favorite uh, outside of Grandview Resort? Brainerd Lakes area go-to spot for lunch or an afternoon or anything else to take the family? Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, my wife likes Bar Harbor. This is a good spot to hang out. Kids like Zorba's. Why wouldn't they? Right. Oh, man, mine would probably have to be, I really enjoy Main Street. It's a good spot to go <laughs> outside of, like, Love just Main Street. not getting involved in my own restaurants, right? Yep. Um, Main Street's good. Ernie's is probably probably my go-to. You know, yeah, hop on the pontoon boat, yep. shoot across the lake, mm-hmm. grab a burger, shoot back, and work for another Super, 25 yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, Dennis, we, you did just fine on this podcast. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you named Jacob's yeah. one, two, three, four, and five spots that he hangs up. Yep. Oh, yeah, that, that, those are all Main Street. That might have been, been rehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we, we had uh, Mike Foy on not too long ago uh, going through some of the details and uh, his experience opening up, opening up Main Street and kind of uh, him and his brother, and they're just – awesome people and uh, it's so cool to have those restaurants and i know they're our favorite my wife and i are uh, part of a, a volleyball league you know monday nights go play volleyball and it's just awesome to be able to grab a burger and yeah. relax and look at the water yeah i think yeah, it's, it's an interesting fun. point is just as much as i grandview is kind of setting the stage of elevating the restaurant scene throughout the lakes area yeah. i think people are are not that not that the Foy's or, or Dunmire's or anybody else is you know riding the, the coattails by any means but it just having some unique items gives everybody else confidence to test their limits a little bit and bring right. some more unique things to their menu. So it's it's been fun to watch the restaurant scene mm-hmm. grow, uh, even though it's kind of at a snail's pace. We're getting a little more and more unique uh, as things grow, so it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's what spurs the competition, right, is just more competition. So we mm-hmm. bring in a different menu, different ideas, different concepts, and that really opens the horizon to other people saying, you know what, that will work up here. Yep. You know what, maybe we can have this. Maybe we can do this. You know? mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. northern Minnesota is a great place to put up a restaurant where we normally wouldn't think of putting one. Well, yeah, exactly. in, in, a, in a, a piece of local news, uh, that Drunken Noodle opened up last week, uh, last weekend in Crosby, and they just posted yesterday that they were out of food. <laughs> For the second time. For the second time. Oh, really? In the first, nice. like, five yeah. days that they, they're open. And I don't know if that's poor planning or they're just that popular. Well, it was, but, like, five. They did, which is, like, counter service. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with what mm-hmm. it is, but yeah, it's like counter service, um, you know, hibachi style, like big bowl or wa- yep. right. oh, water yeah, restaurants. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but they did like, yeah, like, like Mongo's Mongolian yeah. grill kind of yeah. concept, but they did like 520 head the first wow. day, which for that kind of place uh, on opening yeah. day is kind of pretty big. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. So yeah, they got, they got beat up pretty, pretty hard. And, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Which is yeah. awesome. So they closed for like three days and then they gave it another go and had to close for another couple yep. days. God. Crazy. <laughs> Good problems to have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dennis, yeah. I think you are uh, duties about to call. I think they're about to cut the ribbon. Ooh, are they? Well, from <laughs> what I understand, we might be getting Justin pretty soon here. Okay. So. Awesome. It sounds awesome. good. And we All can right. we oh. can pause just the same. So we'll let you guys get your uh your photo yeah. up here with the ribbon cutting. Yeah. Perfect. We can, sounds good. We can yeah. pick yeah. it up. Thanks, uh right, thanks for coming it. on. Yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So uh obviously we're here to kick off Northern Soul. Uh so tell us a little bit about uh the story of of how you've 
we first met Justin and kind of uh, the planning of all this leading up to today? Sure. Um, you know, we had an opportunity to purchase a smoker. Um, I spent uh, 10 years in Kansas City, so I was like, all right, cool. And then they were talking about uh, Justin Sutherland, and I, I really didn't know much. Uh, I don't really get to watch a lot of TV, so I wasn't too familiar with them. Um, however, uh, we, we invited them up to look at the, the property, the facility, um, and, uh, you know, we got along pretty well, um, actually really well. And uh, uh, it's just kind of blossomed from there. I mean, it's, it's been kind of a fairly organic thing. It's really cool. Um, so getting back to some of my Kansas City roots and uh, learning his, his styles and his ways because mm -hmm. he's definitely – uh, more southern style sure. um you know kansas city is a lot of heavy rub and sweet sauces mm -hmm. um and definitely a different type of rib you know we use a spare rib there and we like uh, baby backs up here mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's been fun to learn from him yeah and uh, just talking about the different influences in the food so tell us a little about yourself what what um you know a little backstory how you got to grandview and then you know eventually overlooking all of the all of the restaurants over there. Right. So um, I've kind of done this all over the country. I started off in California. We bounced all up and down the Pacific Northwest and in the Southwest as well. Um, uh, we moved to the Midwest about 15 years ago. We went to Kansas City. We were there for a few years and spent the last several years in Ohio. And uh, I got a phone call kind of out of the blue. One of the guys I'd worked with from a distant past called me and said, hey, you should come check this out. And so I did. And I, I really kind of fell in love with it. I grew up in South Lake Tahoe and it's kind of reminds me of that without the mountains. Nice. So I was really happy about it. Yeah. So of everywhere you've you've lived and and I guess learned, um, where what's the most uh, memorable or influential in your life? Uh, definitely the Pacific Northwest. There's so much incredible indigenous ingredients to work with. I mean, from the the seafood to the the wild produce that just grows mm -hmm. abundantly everywhere. Um, I, probably my fondest memories of cooking. How much of that can you still see in your uh, in your menus today? Um, so actually, uh, a fair amount. I still, uh, whenever I utilize salmon or halibut, I still use Northwest influence. Um, I actually bring in um, some incredible mixed mushrooms from the Pacific Northwest. Um, they ship them to me twice a week sometimes, and uh, they're, they're all locally foraged out of uh, Washington and Oregon uh, on the on the western uh, edge and the coast. Um, and so I, I really try and throw some of that in there without being uh, overwhelming. I mm -hmm. like to uh, also represent the Midwest. Yep, for sure. And once again, I, I'm sorry if you already answered this, but how long have you been at Grandview? Oh, uh, almost exactly two years. Okay. In August, yeah. Okay. What, um, what is it about, you know, how the restaurants are? Is it something like how different each one is? Or what is it that makes it flow so well over there? You know, post-COVID, post we, we kind of, Lost our identity a little bit, um, so um, it was really exciting to get uh, Italian Gardens back. Mm -hmm. um, we did a great, you know, promo on that on the golf course, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, having it kind of get back to where it was, mm -hmm. um, and then and then you know maybe taking that to the next level, sure. right? So um, you know, char is a lot of fun. I, I have a lot of roots in steakhouses as well, so. Mm. Um, you know, we just spent a million dollars remodeling our kitchen. Yeah. Um, the biggest pushback I got was, was on a $30,000 broiler, right? But it makes the best steaks. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to eat there, but oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. We love that place. So <laughs> what is your favorite dish of all of 
all the spots over there. It's like asking me about my favorite. Kid, I know, you know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, you know, I, for me, I don't really get to sit and eat. I don't yep. get to enjoy them. I mean, I think probably, um, you know, Emma Otto, our, our yep. uh, assistant general, our assistant uh, food and beverage director. You know, she loves the the salmon dish with mm-hmm. the uh, with the fennel and leek, and that's definitely a Northwest uh, you know spin on it. Um, and I think for me, you know, I just, I love a great steak. So, mm-hmm. um, I did an exhaustive, uh, search with, uh, with steaks and we finally settled on a really fantastic product, um, out of Iowa and they actually source here in, uh, Minnesota as well. So it's, it's just about a local awesome. product. It's yeah. very cool. Yep. And it's a fantastic steak, you know? Yep. So I, for me, just eating a great New York or a ribeye, I'm happy. <laughs> Yeah, I've had that ribeye, and I think uh, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, a few people have mentioned the ribeye today. So yeah, it seems to be the a hot topic today for sure. So um, yeah, I mean, when once again Italian Gardens, uh, we're all looking forward to being back. Have you guys been out there yet? I haven't yet no. since no. Yep. it's reopened. Yep. I have not. Yep, I know. Many, many years ago. Yeah, you have some memories from there from first round of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool that it's back. And then once again, even even down to. Um, the cantina, you know, the tacos down there. It's it's phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, very well done over there, Bill. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think I think that's all we've got today. So thank great. you for coming on and joining and have a great event in there. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Yeah. All right, great. Thank Thanks. you, Bill. While we take a little break here, I want to make sure to shout out our awesome sponsors, Pequot Lakes and Gull Lake Sanitation, Posture Pro Chiropractic, Lake Area CPAs, and Chris Hennigan with Hennigan Insurance. Uh, these guys have been backing us this whole way, and we are so excited to have bringing you a great episode uh, with some really phenomenal guests. Uh, got some big names coming in and excited to have Justin Sutherland come on and join us. And uh, word has it, maybe a little food too. So I, I know we're hungry and nowhere to eat, but uh, once again, Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation, Lake Area CPAs, Chris Hennigan with Hennigan Insurance, and the one and only Backcracker Posture Pro Chiropractic. All right, guys, thank you so much uh, for listening here. We are getting to the best part of the episode. Uh, we have our special guest joining us, just sat down, and my mouth is salivating. I'm really sorry to say that out loud, but uh, <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Uh, I don't think it could be any better with this view, um, this delicious smelling food. Uh, welcome, Justin Sarland. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you for uh, taking a second. I know it's kind of a hectic day and uh, probably a long time coming, but uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what we got going on here today. Yeah, I mean, we are uh, officially launching the uh, the Brainerd Lakes area, the uh, Grandview Lodge edition of, of Northern Seoul, a uh, concept that we have in the cities, a couple more coming up, but uh, this just, you know, it's been a long time coming, like you said. It seems fitting for this environment and just very happy to be here. What was it about the Brainerd Lakes area that really sold you? I mean, I've been, I've, I'm from Minnesota. I grew up here. I mean, I've been coming to Grandview my whole life from bachelor parties to weekend getaways to weddings. Uh, and just, I mean, I have so many friends with cabins on Gull Lake and the Whitefish mm-hmm. Chain. So, I mean, I grew up up here. Um, so just to be able to come up here and, and, and cook food and bring this food up to an area that I love is, is huge. Yeah, I'm Justin, I mean, a lot of us have, have gotten to know you over the years from seeing you on TV, on Top Chef, on Iron Chef. I, I mean, I turned on the TV the other night and... Um, my mom's a huge Food Network viewer, and you were on one called Chop the other day as well. I think I saw on there. I don't know when that was aired, but um, what has this whole journey been like for you? I mean, it's it's been wild. I mean, first, I I never had any thought of, of being a chef in my life. I mean, I went to went to MSB at Mankato for business. I uh, was going to law school. Always thought I was going to be a lawyer my whole life. 
and it was kind of a late in life pivot to to being a, a cook, you know, and I line cooked all over town and finally opened Handsome Hog, my first restaurant, and was a chef, and I thought that that was it. I was going to, you know, just be a chef, have a restaurant, and I was content with that and got the call to do uh, Iron Chef and then Top Chef and then everything else that's happened. It's It's been a wild ride that I'm still on, but super grateful for it and uh, can't complain. Sort of like another MSU Mankato alum, um, our buddy Adam Thielen, went, he went, while he was in school, he was doing pharmaceuticals and medicine stuff. He was and in he, my math class. Was he? Yeah. It's like he, didn't, he probably didn't think <laughs> the, NFL, awesome. the NFL was in his future for real. And, you know, and, and then look at, like, what has it been, 12 years later almost now? Yep. And it's, it's crazy. So MSU's kicking out some talent down there. <laughs> Uh, so are you originally from the St. Paul, Minneapolis area, or where did you grow up? Yeah, south suburbs, Burnsville, Apple okay. Valley, graduated Apple Valley High School, lived in Burnsville, Egan, Lakeville, okay. Apple Valley, that whole area. So tell us a little bit more about, uh, your, you have a few more restaurants, uh, uh, expand on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so uh, first restaurant, Handsome Hog, we opened, I think we're two, it's eight years, which is wild. Um, Handsome Hog was my first kind of barbecue concept. The first time I opened my own restaurant in St. Paul was Handsome Hog. Um you know, throughout that, I've had my hands in, you know, a dozen plus other restaurants from consulting to, to opening, you know, COVID closed a lot of uh, the things yep. that, that we had going. Um, but now you were, we're really focused on the Northern Soul concepts. Um, and then uh, Big E, uh, my sandwich shop that we opened on Grand Avenue in St. Paul uh, is, is opening. We've got many more of those planned. Um, have one in Portland, a lot of out of state ones and a lot more Northern Souls to come. That's amazing. What, uh, like you said, you never, never thought you'd be here. And now, now that you are here, what, uh, what are some of those projections for the next five, 10 years of growth and where you see things going? Yeah, I think, you know, this, these last few years, especially, I think made you, you know, hone in on the things that are, that are important that you're passionate about. Um, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the TV stuff is, you know, blown up to, you know, a different, give you a different perspective on everything. Uh, I love that and we'll keep doing that. And we've got a lot more shows coming, um, but I've, I've, you know, I found out I love this food. I mean, this, you know, doing this Northern Soul concept is huge. So we're really focused on putting a Northern Soul and a, and a big E in as many places as we can. So we always hear, you know, Gordon Ramsay and Guy Fieri. And who, who, is, who is one of those TV celebrity chefs that have been most beneficial to you? Uh, hands down, Guy Fieri. Um, he, you know, over the years has, has become a close friend. Um, you know, it's known I had a ridiculous uh, boat accident and... Uh, Probably shouldn't even be here today. Um, and, you know, the the effort he put behind to raise money for my medical funds and even get me back has, has been amazing. And he's become very close with my family. Um, so, yeah, definitely a big, big, big shout-out to Guy for sure. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. That is amazing. Incredible. Um, um, go ahead. I was just going to say uh, – this menu looks amazing, and you've uh, you've brought some food for us, and uh, we could talk all day. I would imagine about your experiences with Beyond TV and and Iron Chef, Top Chef, all that stuff. And uh, we were just talking about the Tanky Verde Ranch and a few of those things. But uh, tell us a little bit about what you got in front of us. And yeah, we uh, you know it's I mean if you guys have seen the kitchen in there, it's it, I mean it's tiny, um, but at the, but the smoker's huge. So we realized we're really going to lean into that smoker. Um, and be able to produce a lot of awesome stuff. Um, so we have our dry rub uh, smoked uh, baby back ribs over here, um, drizzled with a little bit of our bourbon barbecue sauce. Um, next to that is smoked pork shoulder that we're serving over our collard greens that have smoked turkey in them. Uh, a little vinegar slaw in the middle. Uh, well known to fact, I hate mayonnaise. Um, I, I, <laughs> what? I thought it was well known to fact. You guys what? look surprised. I yeah. hate mayonnaise. I don't know who's listening to the show. I know. Well, now I, yeah, I got to go back and watch um, some of these shows so, and be like, okay, right? okay. Um, so we do a vinegar-based slaw. It really cools everything off. 
Um, next to that, we have our brisket burnt ends, which are those nice crispy bits off the brisket that we tossed in that bourbon sauce. Um, it's served over uh, mac and cheese. Uh, we've got some smoked wings with our bourbon and smoked dry rub, and then a Cajun shrimp cocktail in a green tomato cocktail sauce. Dang. Wow. Yeah, this is a spread here. Well, you were, you made it about one sentence into that, and Isaiah <laughs> yeah, just dove I, I was trying to like wait till after this, so we're not chomping don't in wait. the mics, but <laughs> don't wait. Uh, I what, love what it. What do we got, Isaiah? I mean, so I just got a Traeger. <laughs> but the the flavor coming off of this, that's not, it's not overpowering. It's not slapping me in the face. It is just very, very, like, sweet and delicious. And I, yeah. That's, a, you can pull I, the meat off the bone. Yeah. That's all, that's all yeah. I care It's about. not falling yeah. apart. Yep. It's just perfectly done. That's good. That's it, wow. and that's something with ribs is yeah. you know there's there's two done. You don't want it to just fall off right. the bone. You want a little bit of pull, but you also mm-hmm. you want to really chew the meat. But you yeah. you know you want it nice yeah. and tender. So. For sure. So yeah, I mean I'm a big shrimp. The, so- like, the sauce is nice shrimps. and caramelized on the outside, and oh sweet, but a little bit of zip and mm, yeah, big fan. You mentioned you had come up to Grandview as a kid or you know throughout life. What is it that makes them so much maybe different than the other resorts and um, restaurants in the area? I think all the all the things they they have to offer. I mean, there's there's so much more than just coming up and, and being on the lake. We have you know fifteen thousand lakes, all these resorts. But I mean, you can come up here and, and eat really good. You can golf. You can just hang out. The activities that they offer, the amenities, the the transportation. I mean, this the the space is sprawling. I think they own ninety percent of Nisswa. <laughs> <It seems like, laughs> yeah. So just I mean, just everything and the, just the total package that you get when you're up here. You just you feel like family. You feel like you're at home and you, you want for nothing right and you can sit out on a patio overlooking this golf course on a day like today and talk and eat food and you know have a huge event going on at the same time exactly <laughs> so I, was, go I was gonna ask uh frank and bill earlier but uh, didn't get the chance how long has this conversation been ongoing to to get to today i, I mean i would say it's probably i mean those covid years throw all of my math off i don't know but i, I probably at least all like four four years or so i mean the, okay First time I was up here doing one of their wine weekends, I was the keynote speaker and did some demos. And, you know, Frank had came up after and he's like, one day we're going to get you to a restaurant up here. And we started, you know, talking pre, you know, 2001 or whenever the world ended. And, the, you know, conversation fizzled for a little bit. And, you know, probably about six months ago they called and they're like, we're ready. Are you ready? And I was like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. When we were actually down filming at Tanca Verde, he's like, Jacob. There's some big news coming this summer. This is Frank. And I, you know, it's Frank. And then when, you know, a few weeks later when they could tell people what was going on, I'm like, okay, okay, Frank, that's some big news. We got, okay, I'll believe you now. But it's, it's so funny when, when Frank gets excited about something and especially food, uh, he's, he's a whole different, he's like a fat kid in a chocolate shop. It's like, <laughs> a marketing machine. Yeah, um, he is. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's just, it's been a great opportunity and, you know, the relationship that's been so long standing mm-hmm. and to see it come to fruition, uh, that smoker that they brought in is, I mean, I've been doing barbecue, cooking briskets and the stuff my entire life. And the brisket that that thing produces is insane. Like, I'm, I want to move up here just so that, like, I literally, I, I tasted it. I was like, holy No, it's okay. I can, I can okay. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, wow. And yeah, so it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So you've hit on it a couple times. Tell us about the Northern Soul, where that concept came from and kind of the feeling behind that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the it's the title of my cookbook uh, that just got released last okay. November. Um, 
and how it kind of played into this is if you think of barbecue and, and southern food, you everything's very pigeonholed into what it is. You've got your South Carolina barbecue, you've got your Kansas City barbecue, your Texas barbecue, right. and they are what they are. If you go to one of those places, you go to South Carolina, I mean, to them, barbecue is a whole, a whole smoked pig chopped up with Carolina sauce. And in Minnesota, especially down in the cities, we've had some amazing barbecue restaurants that have opened up late, lately, from Animales to, to Boomin to all these places. And what we get to do in the north is not be pigeonholed into, mm-hmm. like, we don't have a style of barbecue. We can take all of the best things of all of these places and make it our own. Sure. We can do different styles on the same plate and have somebody, you know, you can't go to Texas and put Carolina barbecue. They're like, what are you doing? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> but we're like, nope, this is, uh, we're in the north, so this is our northern soul. And, and, and I love soul food, so it's just a, a, a combination of that. Going back to the TV for a second, what's something you learned from, you know, other Judges, you've been a part of panels with or contestants, something, you know, that you've you've taken uh, as well throughout your career. I mean, so many things. I think, don't not take yourself too seriously. Like, I mean, it, you know, it is, it's important. It is what it is, but also it's just food. And, you, you know, and once you get to the other side of the table, you know, I've been judging all these shows for so long and eating other people's food and, you know, you, we feel, feel privileged to, to really like the flavors we get to, to try and I don't know. It's it, it's something special, and food is just more than just nourishment. It's everybody. I mean, especially chefs from so many places. You know, put their their heart and their soul and their mm-hmm. culture and their background into these dishes. And when you start getting into those nuances, it's it's pretty special. So I've got to ask so. on that note too. Actually, if you're a judge, and maybe maybe there's a dish that is phenomenal, but it's something that isn't for your taste buds. Right. How do you keep a straight face and not just be like, oh, my God, I got to spit this out right now? I mean, there are definitely instances where something is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, we don't have to play too nice. Like, right. sometimes look at people and be like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> look at Gordon Ramsay. That's good TV. Yeah, I know. But Justin seems like a nice fella. Gordon seems like he wants to rip everybody's <laughs> right. head off. <laughs> no, they do, always, they do always spin me as the nice guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm always with the nice comments. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes you have to forget about your own, like, personal likes. Like, I don't, right. again, I hate mayonnaise but <laughs> I, I put mayo on sandwiches because I, I know people like it so you know you have to get down past the what what do i like and what were they trying to convey what skills did they mm-hmm. produce yep. and you know did this actually taste good to a general palate yep okay i've always wondered that because i watch these shows <laughs> that's a, and i'm that's like a great question yeah and yeah I, <laughs> but like, no, sometimes it's completely appropriate yeah. to look somebody in the eyes and say, this is fucking gross. <laughs> so, so it's, funny. And it, it's, it's funny. I'm the one asking that because these two know that um, I have the palate of a um, five-year-old. Okay. Um, like some chicken <laughs> tenders. This stuff's phenomenal. I love I love Southern barbecue and Northern Soul, of course. But um, yeah, I, I would be on there every single one. I'd be like, dude, like, I, could, I wouldn't be able to keep my mouth shut. I'd be like, this is absolutely horrendous. Like, it sucks. <laughs> but then they'd be like, You put no. ketchup on your steak, don't you? Oh. Well, no. But I put mayonnaise on a <laughs> ton of this. <laughs> he literally orders, he, there's a couple restaurants where he gets a peanut butter and jelly sandwich uh-huh. and makes them take the crust off. I do, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's like a power move. Though. Like, I'm yeah. okay yeah. with that. I yeah. mean, my ticket will say man child, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. But my dad, we would go to nice restaurants when I was growing up, and my dad would keep A1 in Lowry's seasoned salt in his glove box, and we'd you know we'd go to Manny's and order a hundred and ninety dollars steak, yeah. and he'd pull out of his pocket and start putting Lowry's oh, seasoned no. salt. He, you know, he's like, yeah. I paid for this. I'm gonna yeah, make I it. Go. Go. Hey. Are you kidding me? Um, so I am. This wing is amazing. The dry rub and the how how like the. The, the crust is crispy, uh, but it's sweet and a little bit of honey. Yeah. See, that's uh, granulated honey, actually. Okay. Oh. It's a dehydrated honey that we uh, turn into a powder. Okay. Grind that up and uh, throw that on. Wow. I, it's, that I, is I've fantastic. I've never, ever had a 
a chicken wing like this before. I hope nobody's listening. I hope a lot of people are listening. I hope nobody's (laughs) going to judge me is listening. I don't think there are good wings anywhere in the Brainerd Lakes area. And those are phenomenal. Thank you. Well, and the biggest issue we have around here is it's a lot of the same stuff. The same same providers, the same truck delivers the same wing to every restaurant, but everyone just puts their own different sauce mm-hmm. on it or they'll cook it two minutes longer than the other person. And a lot, of, a lot, a lot goes with burgers and a lot of things like that. So being that you're able to bring in a product like this is, we're very excited. Yeah. And also, I mean, <laughs> shout out to, to the Grandview and Chef Bill when, you know, yep. when we were developing the menu and, you know, their products, I was like, let's go and use foods. Aren't going to carry this, but yep. we got to get it up yep. here. And he's no, like, trucks exactly. aren't going to drive up here. I'm mm-hmm. like, I bet they will, <laughs> you know, and we had to make some phone calls and be like, Hey, we, we yeah. got to figure it out. We're going to get it up here. Amazon has to drive their little uh, <laughs> drone and drop it. We'll figure it out. I like that. Well, Justin, thank you so much for, for bringing the spread and coming on the show and uh, honestly bringing this to the Brainerd Lakes area. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me, and I uh, hope you continue to eat some Northern Soul up here. All right, yeah. we will. Thank well, you so much, and have a good rest of the weekend. Thank you, guys. Yep. Forks down, headphones Shut on. Up. Shut up. <laughs> There's food in my hand, and it's going to... My goodness. Thank you so much to Justin Southern for coming on and uh, just taking a couple minutes. He's been uh, busting his butt to uh, make this happen. So opening day is Wednesday the 28th. If if you're not here, I you are doing it wrong. I'm, I know I've been uh, on my soapbox for Pequot Lakes, Sango Lakes, Sanitation, and Lakes Jam very recently, but I am... Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Lakes Jam will be over on the 28th, so you have zero excuses. There's no excuses, guys. Like, this is... The best barbecue I've had in my entire life, and I, I can't, I can't cook barbecue. Hands uh, down, the best barbecue I've, I've ever had in my life. I mean, I the this is insane. Was, the brisket nuts. mac and cheese, yes, that, that melted my in my mouth. But it's like candy. It, it is. is like literally yeah. like candy. Mm-hmm. Do I have mac and cheese on my face? No, you're good. No, but, okay. but I want, I want more mac and cheese on my face. That spicy shrimp on my tongue right yeah. now is uh-huh. like I want to drink the sauce that it was in. Did you have one of these? I did. Okay, you I'm going to have one. I haven't ate it. You ate one of these, right? Uh-huh, uh, I would just also like to say that uh, Isaiah and I will probably be winning the uh, Niswa Chamber uh, barbecue competition this year we will. because I think Justin's going to be on our team. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Justin's going to be on our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about it off there. Does Grandview have a team? Uh, no, because <laughs> Justin's on our team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I If anybody listening, get out to the preserve. I am not... There's no bias in this recommendation. No, no, there really isn't. Get here. This is unbelievable. I'm sorry, Doug. And a cool opportunity. I mean, I'm. I think we're all pretty. It's exciting to have him come on and um, just to take a few minutes to just chat with us. And super awesome, awesome guy. And can't wait to have him on again. And um, big fan of the lakes area. And this. And I'm a big fan of his food. So, holy buckets, amazing. Uh, but anyway, so uh, great event. Um, beautiful golf course. Incredible food. I mean, incredible food. Um, come out, enjoy, start at the top of the menu, work your way down. You will not be disappointed. Um, and a huge shout out to Grandview Lodge and the Brainerd Chamber for putting this event on. The ribbon cutting is just super cool to see. Um, and of course, our wonderful sponsors, Pequot Lakes and Go Lakes Sanitation, Lakes Area CPAs, Chris Henneke with Henneke Insurance. I'm sorry, this is really good. Are you crying? Um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, Posture Pro Chiropractic. Dr. Andy's here in the house, too, and uh, I, I, amazing. We were um, at the Cross Lake Outlet Recreation Mobile Studios all week at Lakes Jam, so thank you so much to them because that was clutch. 
And I think it's been uh, we got to pump out one more episode coming up real quick, quick follow for the 4th of July event. So stay tuned for that uh, coming up real soon. And we'll see you guys next time. Look at you, look at you, look at you.